the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. I mean, it's a lot of, you know, things we can do in the inner city to just bring, you know, happiness to children. You know, it's a lot of kids in poverty. You know, we can... I mean, I have a foundation, you know, Baseball Generation Foundation, where, I mean, we're in inner cities working with these kids. And, I mean, for me, on the baseball side, we can do tons of things that way. Um, I like to set up Toys for Tots drives during the offseason, especially for the Christmas time, do stuff for, you know, Thanksgiving, give back to, like, the homeless. I like to just give my time because that's the thing. Like, money, money is just material things. And, you know, I didn't grow up with money, so... That shit doesn't mean nothing to me. If you can give her time, I mean, that's the thing that matters. So that's why I feel so emotional about it. Because, you know, people get their money and they leave. Can't do that. You got to be there for the children that's coming up after us. So, you know, I think that's the biggest thing. And if you give her time, that's the only way we can change. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City, a very different type of show. We are streaming on all social media platforms, Keys to the City, as well as YouTube. Check us out there, Keys to the City. Joseph, I know you're there. Come on and join in. This is usually a different – this is every week we come on for the past couple months. We've been talking sports. And this is what we do. For the past three years, this is what we do. We talk about the one thing that we are so passionate about. This has been a year for unprecedented times, um, surreal times, historic for the good and for the bad. The bad because of COVID. It's been bad throughout. This 2020 is a year that we'll all never forget for the wrong reasons. 2020, COVID-19, still going on. You got the uh, police brutality, the killings, the bad. But there is good. And the good came yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm glad Joseph McGuire has the time to join us, as always, Joe. Thank you so much. We had a couple months ago, we did a, a special, all of us, at Clovercrest Media. A very personal and a very, like we used to say, uncomfortable conversation. Because it is an uncomfortable conversation. As you can see, we are three Caucasian men talking about something that we don't know fully all about because of the factor that our skin color. Look at us. We're not. We're not African Americans, ladies and gentlemen. And for we did it when the George Floyd incident happened, and I was irate. I know Ted was irate. Joe, I know you've been irate since this has happened in 2016 with the whole Colin Kaepernick issue as well. Back then, we had a different view on things. Me and Ted, we were ignorant. We were naive. I think we've come around the corner and start to realize that this is bigger than anything. It's bigger than sports. Well, I was this naive is- because at the time we we had re- related the Colin Kaepernick thing to an American flag yes. and to the military. When really, at the end of the day, now his point makes so much more sense. Listen, did I agree with it at the time? No, no. We both do. Listen, do I still not agree? Do I still not agree with the name? No, but I understand it. I do understand it. I'm not. I'm not stupid and say. Hey, listen, this is the way I feel, and I can't change. I can bend. I can understand. What kills me is we have to talk about these things. It's almost like the school shootings. Well, we were talking about it every other week. That stuff, This stuff that we're going to talk about today and the stuff about school shootings and all that stuff, we should not be talking about it at all. 
It should not even be in existence or imagination to even have a topic it's to e talk about, but we are. It is. It's easier said than done because we shouldn't be talking. We should be talking about the thing that we love to so talk about games that this happened is, yesterday. This is this is we're, we're usually very cheerful. We're you're, we're very energetic when we come on to these shows. When all three of us on, we have energetic conversations, great conversations. But this is a different conversation. And we had it a couple months ago once the George Floyd incident happened back in May. Now we're in August. And we have another situation. And there has been plenty since. As Tyron Matthews said, 20 police shootings since the whole George Floyd incident. Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbar in um, Georgia. Jacob Blake is the most recent. This has been going on, ladies and gentlemen. To me, I know it's been going on in the city. It's been ever. Racism has been going on forever. But for me as a, as a younger person in this generation, this really all started with Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman a long time ago. It's just been going on since. Eric Gardner. I mean, it's just continuously going on. And the thing that ticks me off, if if anybody that just saw that clip at the beginning of our show of Dominic Smith, New York Net, New York Mets, I don't know if he's is he an outfielder. No, first baseman. He's a, okay, first baseman took a knee last night, and you could see the emotion. Doc Rivers the other night, you could see the emotion. If that was a if it was a father was a cop. If that doesn't piss you off, if that doesn't it just gets you very sad and brings you and and it doesn't bother you. There's your problem, ladies and gentlemen. Plain and simple, there's your problem. You are the problem. You don't want to make change. And Colin Cowell made a great point. The toughest thing in the world right now is change. Nobody wants to change in the world. We want to still live in the 1960s. This is not the 1960s anymore. They don't get that. We don't get this nowadays. And we posted something today about history yesterday. Four professional sports leagues postponed games, boycotted games because of this shooting. MLS, WNBA, MLB, and first off, the NBA. Bravo to the Milwaukee Bucks. And the player that will always we will always remember of this day is not LeBron James. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo because, well, he's the face of the Milwaukee Bucks. He's the one that makes a main decision. He's the one that said, we're not going out. Yeah. No matter – well, well you think of the, I'm, I'm, when you think of the Bucks, you think of Giannis. He's the first yes. guy that no, comes no, to I'm, mind. I'm asking if you George Hill. George, I'm him. not saying any name, but that guy. Somebody said that, and I, I do. It's not LeBron. It's guys like George Hill because they were the first to do oh. it. Those guys, Toronto and Boston, they were thinking about doing it. The Lakers, I thought, were going to do it, but it was the Milwaukee Bucks who came out and started this whole situation. And for anybody that doesn't have an issue and says, who cares? It's not a big deal. Well, you're the problem, plain and simple. You're ignorant. That's why the country's the way it is. You don't want this country to survive. You don't want to be here. I know some. I know there's people that are older than us. And But what about the future? What about grandkids? What about our kids? What about our great-grandkids? What about down the line? Are we going to eat each other alive and we're not going to be around in another 100 years? Because we just don't want to change and adapt. And I don't care if nobody, if, if anybody that's watching right now, I don't care if this offends you. It's plain and simple. What's right and what's wrong. I have my beliefs. I'm still have, I'll never have changed my beliefs. But I know what's right and I know what's wrong. And for anybody that knows us, and we talked about this when we had this George Floyd, Joe, and I'll get you in in a minute, is I came from an old school family. I have old school, we have old school parents. But we have parents. That taught us about respect. Never had, never look at anybody differently. Yeah, but we can't speak from ourselves because the problem is we are we have been taught right, but not everyone. I know. Else I has. get that. And I there's get a that. lot of I get that. When we talked about the COVID, the problem is 
we live in a generation that you can't tell me anything. You, how many times you hear a kid tell my, you can't tell me what to do. You can't. No, I'm, I'm a parent. I could do anything I want. Here's another thing that I want to say. Hold on. Here's another thing that I want to say. Thank you, Tommy Lawrence. I appreciate it. If you don't care, you don't care about all this, right? Okay. Go tell your African-American friends that too. Yeah, I, oh, no. They, everybody has. I have African-American friends. Joe has African-American friends. Ted has that. We all have African. We have cousins. So for anybody that wants to say, oh, who cares because it's basketball or it's hockey or it's sports, it doesn't matter. Go tell that to your your best friend that you've probably known for 30, 40 years. Tell them you don't care, okay? It's it's easy. It's easy for us, and I said this before the show, Joe, it's easy for us to get into a car and say bye to our kids and say bye to our wife. What about – these, what about the African-American race? What about the people that get into those cars and might not ever be able to get a chance to say bye to their kids because you just never know? And that's what pisses me off. That's what ticks me off. And shame on the people that want to say nobody cares because you know what? The more you say it, the more you're going to continuously show that you're part of the problem and you're not the solution. And the reason why we're still having issues is because of you. And I don't care if you have a problem with me. I love all you guys. I'll never have my different ch- – I'll never change on your views. But guess what? What's right is what's wrong. Joe, please chime in. I'm sorry that we waited almost 10 minutes to get well, you. Well, he didn't also I, talk to Joe. Joe, remember when we were supposed to communicate? No, I'm sorry. Listen. Look, first look, first of all, let me say this. I'm getting this let me say this. Me. I want to get this off my chest. But I'm they, very proud of you guys. They are resuming the playoffs starting tomorrow. Hockey has can't, has postponed tonight. The MLB don't know if there's any. No, there, no, there is base, There is going to be still, baseball. There is going to be some games. Yes, that are hockey's postponed. canceled today. Yes, basketball's canceled. Hockey just came out. Recently. Tennis is canceled. Okay. And baseball will be playing games. Hockey, today. Joe, I can't soccer? believe I was is able soccer? to stay quiet for that all that. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> you guys, please. I just spoke enough. Both of you, chime in. Whoever wants to go in, Joe. Twenty twenty-eight years ago. I remember watching Rodney King get the daylights beaten out of him by a dozen, 15 cops. And it was the first time we'd ever seen police brutality caught on videotape. And to think that 28 years later, and as you just said so well there a minute ago, Trevor, um, you know, 20 shootings since George Floyd. Like, are you guys kidding me? you know, and it doesn't bother you, Joe. You know, I, Joe. You know, one of my uh, I was talking. Sorry to interrupt, real quick. And it's funny you brought the Rodney King, and it's so weird you said that. So I'm talking with one of my uh, boys, one of the coworkers from last night, African American. So we're just talking about the sports and talking. I said, you know, I said it's crazy. I said I can't believe it. I said I just don't understand, you know, where we're going. And he goes, he goes, the thing about that Rodney King thing. He goes, I almost wish I'd rather be the Rodney King guy and get beat up. By a bunch of cops and have to worry about getting shot like today, you know, and then like you know what I mean, like to think like that's even a thought process. Like I'd rather get beat up by a bunch of it cops just than sh- have to worry about some cops shooting me. Now. It just shows yeah. that I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just no, but this thought process of where we've gone from one point and we've actually yeah. gone worse. It also shows we're that we're taking lives. Those guys were beating him up. These cops nowadays are so trigger friendly, trigger happy. That they're pulling out and shooting people just because. You think because you have a little more self-awareness. That's the problem. You have spoiled kids nowadays that never got a chance to live their life, and now they got an opportunity with a weapon. Now they feel the power. Joe? You know, here's the whole thing. When when they restarted the NBA, obviously Black Lives Matter was pretty much front and center. You're seeing it all over the jerseys. And, and I mean, it, it's, it's a good thing. And, I mean, obviously, look, 
we know the NBA is, you know, 95, 98% uh, African-American. I think it's 90% African-American. You know, again, it, like it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bottom yeah, line yeah, yeah, is, yeah. And, and, and we talked about this before the show. Like I said, I, I'm proud of you guys for, look, I know I know where you, where you stand politically in, in your beliefs. But to see something like you said, you see humans being mistreated. It, it, that doesn't that doesn't take any partisanship. It, nobody should like that. Now, at the same time, I also want to say, look, you can still be pro police. Yes, yes. I I, I don't know why people feel like it's got to be a choice between supporting no, Black Lives that's, Matter that's or supporting the police. We're better than that, right? We can support both. Now. That's what we, it's become is that we got to pick a side now. So if I start talking, if I think pe people start thinking I'm talking bad about the cops, oh, I'm pro BLM. I can, can support. I can support these protesters. I can support these peaceful protesters, but I can also support cops. I have cops, former cops in my family, that have worked it, that have done it, that have seen it all. I still love them. I still support them. I still support cops. I don't support bad cops. I don't support bad. I don't support bad people. There's bad white people out in yeah. the world. There There's are bad, bad people bad everywhere. Everything. There's bad animals. Just, you know what I mean? There's no, it's sometimes, true. sometimes you get a dog who's just really bad, and there's nothing you do until you get good. Like I know you're like that's stupid, but I'm just saying that's what we live in a world where there's there's good and bad out there. Okay, it's it's part of the nature of the ball game since the human life has developed and evolution had started millions or whatever thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago, no, use that was, millions. Was, thousands. Was, well, millions would be the I'd dinosaurs. Say, I'd say millions. I you know what I mean? Millions. But Joe, you know we were talking before the show, and I'll bring the subject up because that's what I was talking about. So. Yesterday when the games were postponed, I was like, I was shocked. I couldn't believe they were postponed. I was a little bit, I was shocked. I was like, why are they postponing the games? And, and, you know, I, I didn't understand, but then I'm like, I understand. But this is what I was trying to say to you before the show, and then we'll talk about this, and you guys can interrupt me and then have other people who's right. commented. I said they should not postpone this, this season. They shouldn't postpone the games. And because I said it's not going to change anything today, or what happened in the last whatever thousands of years? Okay, it's not. It's not going to take the seven bullets out of the guy's back. It's not going to bring back George Floyd's life. It's probably not going to change something that might happen in a month from now, or two weeks from now, or, or the I'm end of the a, weekend. Week. It's not going to change because some idiot's still going to make that mistake of shooting someone and killing someone. What they got to do though is they have to continue to play sports because their biggest asset is being front and center on TV, to have the microphone, to have millions of people being able to watch them, to have TNT, NBA TNT to talk about it, then to talk about it after the game in post-conferences. Well, LeBron came. They were saying the other day, when the coach from the Clippers, Doc Rivers, had an opportunity to talk about the game, and he was really upset about what had occurred with uh, Mr. Blake. Mm -hmm. If he was just home – and he tweeted it out or Instagram message. Yeah, it probably still would have got a million views, but so, it would not have the significant impact that it would have ha has on TV. Because what happened is now it's through all social media, and the platform is so much greater. And I think if they do not continue to play sports, I think you let the bully win. They'll be like, "Hey, we got you." But if you continue to play sports, you show them that we are stronger, that we are going to continue to fight, that we're going to use, continue to use sports as our our message board, our propaganda going forward. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch sports. No one's forcing you. If you do like it, continue to watch my, for here, what it is and what it's going to be because if, if you're not going to be the change, then you are the problem. Let me interrupt in this and say 
I know a lot of people go on social media and complain about their job, right? Complain about life because that's what everybody does now. We got to know everybody's life on social media. I see it all the time. It's, let me be honest. It's freaking annoying. I don't need to know about everybody's life. So it's all right for you people. And I'm saying you people. I don't care. I use the word you people. You. No, <laughs> seriously. You could go on and bitch and moan about stuff. But when LeBron James or Giannis Antetokounmpo or the or the, the I'm just naming some anyone of the, some of the major I'm just naming okay. some of the major Sorry. stars that's it. How they could the come, hold on the, when they could come out Sorry. and all of a sudden oh well he should shut up shut up his mouth and go play. What's what's wrong with that? Where, where's the where's LeBron's the more where, educated where's than the we are. where's the middle ground? Trust me, LeBron James is an intelligent human being. Probably more intelligent than most of the people that go on social media and complain about their life. I would say more. Yeah, I would say majority <laughs> of it. That's my point. Is that how can you say that? How can you complain all the time but let somebody else when they do it? Oh, he can't do it. He's not right. He's an athlete. It's just, it's just so. Uh, I don't get it. So I don't get it. So Laura Ingraham, you'll recall, last year told LeBron James to shut oh, yeah, up yeah, and yeah, dribble. When Drew Brees came out few months ago with his controversial statements and still attributed the protest to the military and the flag, uh, Laura Ingraham was quick to say, Drew Brees has every right to speak his mind. Okay? And I won't even say this is a racist thing as much as this uh, this was a guy supporting her belief and the other guy wasn't. And so that guy should speak, that guy shouldn't. Hypocritical. Uh, I, well, sure, and I, you know, I find it interesting. You know, there's a lot of liberals who get upset when some of these provocateurs like Ben Shapiro go speak on campuses, right? And the argument is, you should let all these views be heard. Well, absolutely, you should. People have a right to different opinions, and we get that. Exactly. I think we are, and I think you guys are, are are with me on this. I think that's why we've had the breakthrough we've had here on Keys to the City. And and bless your hearts, you guys. I think it's amazing. Well, you know, look. This isn't a political issue and it shouldn't be you guys. And you know, this you're good dudes, you're good people. And at the end of the day, the decision isn't political here. The decision is human beings. And in yeah. many cases, friends of ours and people we love and care about, yeah, and they're being mistreated. They're, they've been talking about how mistreated they are. They've been doing these protests. And again, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I've been on, I've been on, on their side since day one, uh, when Kaepernick knelt down, like this guy's making good points. Let's do something about it. And kudos to the NBA for putting their money where their mouth is. And same thing with the NFL. You know, these, these leagues have put money into organizations that are important to the players with the idea of, you know, hopefully one day eradicating racism, which is probably an unrealistic goal, unfortunately. No, it, it'll never happen. There will always be racism. It's always been and always will because it's just the nature of the human being. I mean, we're just – we're cruel people. Listen, we kill the animals. We, I mean, we do, we do dirty things. We're, 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 we are animals. We, are, we have no sense of care for, for anything Life sometimes. sometimes. And I, I'm not surprised anymore. I'm really not no more. I, I mean, you know, I think about the day, you know, and I'm not bringing a crazy thing, but, you, I mean, you think about like school shootings, like when people go in, like, like the thing that ha happened right in our neighborhood, you know, we see all these things, like the Sandy Hook thing. Like, oh, how about, and, how about, and, how about, and, how about last night? How about last night? The 18-year-old kid or however old he is, the little, little punk, the little punk kid that walked up the street shooting people with an assault rifle. I don't know exactly what gun it was. AR-15. Exactly, assault rifle. 
And what what happened to him? Where is the the justice in all of it? Where is the where is the right and wrong? I mean, you're shooting because a guy. Some of these you states shot, are so you shot a man seven times. I don't care who you are. You shot a man seven times. Seven times? For what? Through street guys, you couldn't have done anything. If you were really that scared, then why me. are you being on this job? This is a tough job to be a cop nowadays. It's tough to be a cop. But also, these cops are not helping their case right now. You should They're have not. a little self-awareness. And look, for anybody that's still watching, look, I'm not going to change who I am. I still love everybody. But this is it just comes down to straight right from wrong. And I've been saying it, and I keep saying it. We have to find some sort of peace but honorable, instead of instead of destruction for this country to survive. Do you want – like, I love America. I don't know about you two, but I love America. Yeah, the problem not is right – not, not in the current place in America right problem. now the because it's not – on the America. other side are going – who are on the other side that are feeling the, the heat from the other side are like, screw the cops, F the cops. It's the and that's the problem. We can't be f the cops and we can't be f the BLM, the Black Lives Matter. Okay, I'm just gonna say no because no. I'm saying BLT, you know, because I'm always thinking about food. Okay, <laughs> I can't help myself. It's it's my it's it's dead somehow manages. I gotta keep a I gotta little keep, levity, a little levity. The situation that's good. When I was thinking about going for a cop, and my uncle Ed, who had 27 years service in the Brantford Police Department, used to tell me. They used to call him Senator Ed, and the joke was because he, he can use his mouth to talk anyone down, and would talk so much that people are like, oh, "All right, I give up. I got you. I, just give me the ticket, and I'll go home." Here's the thing: like as, as it sounds like you, as an officer, you have this. You have God gave you a mouth to use it. Use your voice to help calm the situation. Okay. Then you have physical tactics. There's wrestling maneuvers. There's other ways of maneuvering a taken person now. Then you have a baton. Then you have a taser. The last thing you should ever have to do is pull out your gun. It should be locked in a holster with a safety key, okay? He said if you have to pull out your gun more than once in your career, that's a lot. You should never have to pull your gun because it's a last resort. It means because now it becomes a self-defense thing because you have to protect yourself from dying yourself because someone is using force or – attack mode against you and however if it's coming to attack you with a knife a gun whatever so for these cops to understand what is going on i'm not even an officer but i would have some self-awareness to go there's a situation right now okay i am not good the last resort i want to do is pull out my gun and shoot someone considering what is transpiring the last three months not that not that in three months is going to change the last six years but think about what's happened you're like all right i should not pull out my gun I, I got three officers. Trev, we're going to tackle this guy, okay? We're going to find a way to take him down without pulling our guns out. How about or if you're going to go, hey, you're going to do what you do on this back of the show. You're going to hit me in the back of the head and say, hey, wake up, kid. What are you doing? Y you have to think smarter than that. And I don't want to hear while he was armed. He wasn't armed all the way walking to the car. If he was, you should have pulled out your taser and tased him down and then got on top of him and handcuffed him. But he was there breaking up a domestic violence thing between two women. The, the whole situation is so – I saw the video. It killed me. I'm like, I can't watch the end of this. I can't watch videos like that anymore because it ticks me off. It just pisses me off. It's disgusting. It's sad. It's tragic. Well, how much, well, how much more pain can these, can these, all of the, this whole entire race deal with for you to have some kind of heart and say, okay, this, it's time to make some kind of help these, help them out, please. Help the cops to help the people. And stop out. with the all lives matter because if you see, if you keep saying all lives matter, you don't because you just sound like an idiot because if all lives matter, then. Oh, well, I've always well, mattered. That's no, the point. They well, always well, have matter. No, no, Black, white, green, blue, no, yellow, no, they all that's matter. That's the problem. They're not because it's not happening. 
if you think all lives matter, it's not true. It's not true. So state. you know what? Real quick, there's a story in the Bible. Maybe you know it. There's the shepherd. He's got his hundred sheep, and one of the flock leaves and uh, gets lost. And he eventually tracks it down, like on the edge of a cliff, and he saves it, and he brings it back. And the rest of the herd is like, you just left us all here, the 99 of us, and you, you went after that one. You know, we were the loyal ones. This is the dope that, that, that sort of veered yeah. off. And the shepherd points out, you know, that's the one that needed my help. So, yeah, I mean, all lives matter. Of course they do, and they always yeah. have. And white lives in this country matter a lot. Yeah. You see that if you ever watch the news. Uh, there's Listen, there's murders in Connecticut all the time, guys. Which ones make the news? When it's Floatis Dulos' wife from the suburbs, that's a story. When it's a black kid in Hartford, nobody gives a crap. That's the sad reality of, of, of the way this state works. And this is one of the good states, okay? Imagine how the rest of this country is, is behaving. Chicago so, over. you know, we, we've backed ourselves into a corner here. And I, 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 I worry that the murder of innocent civilians is is being uh has become a partisan politics issue and and i think when that sort of things happen i think we've kind of lost our way here we're all americans you know and it's an absurd thought if anybody thinks that liberals are out to destroy america boy you might want to recheck your news sources like they've got different viewpoints than you but it's an absurd thought it, it, and, and I and I caution my mother is is very prone to getting really bad news, poor, very biased right wing news, and she gets freaked out. And I, I said simply, listen, I go if if you if you're afraid of Nancy Pelosi or uh, 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 AOC, uh, Ocasio Cortez, do yourself a favor, like legit, don't listen to what Ben Shapiro tells you. These people are saying, watch a video. Watch an entire speech from, and and if if you still think these people want to destroy America, call me and we'll talk about it. Um, you you gotta get your news straight from the sources. This isn't like one side wants to destroy America and the and the other side wants to protect it. We gotta stop thinking that way. We gotta stop looking at murders and deciding based on our political party whether that's what the media does they say joe if you're i saw a seven-year-old trump supporter get roughed up the other day that's not cool we can't be doing that kind of crap that's a little kid it's like if you're a trump supporter you're no good and if you're on the other side you're good but it shouldn't be like that like i'll just joke on the dating sites there's a bunch of girls that says you should not go out with me if you're a trump supporter like i don't think i've ever seen anything like it where like hey if you support the republican or trump you're a bad person Really? That makes me a bad person because I support him? Just because I, 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 maybe I agree with some of his policies, even though I want to slap him around because he's like a little girl with a big mouth. Say that again. Listen, I'm not a bad person. If you know me, I'm not a bad person. And here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm a Biden supporter, I'm not like, I don't, you know, I don't support other things. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have a little bit of both. got to have a balance. I mean, come I on. I would say, too, you should always be objective. You know, guys, we come on here and we talk about the Yankees a lot, right? And when the Yankees are playing well, we talk positively. When they're struggling, we break things down and we criticize Which what needs to like change. We'll be talking in a few minutes. And there's no reason why people in political parties, left and right, can't be a little objective at times and be like, hey, that guy's doing the wrong thing, even though he's on my side. You're exactly right. Uh, Ted, that, that's how it's got to be. We all have to call out the wrong, 
and we have yeah. to put politics aside when wrong is wrong trevor like you said you got to call it out and you got to fix it we need to we need to come together as a country joe because if not we're going to as heath ledger once said these civilized people are going to eat each other and right now this is what happens this is what's going on we're literally killing our own we're we're Sixty, seventy years. I want to be around. I want to have my kids around. I want to have my grandkids. I want to have them enjoy this future. Yeah, I, almost feel but, like I don't want to have kids but, in this world. But with this future, how are we supposed to? With all this nonsense, this hate. It's not nonsense. It's hate. It's it's sadness. It's pain. Nonsense. Is I mean, it's easy. It's easy for us to wake up each and every day and just go into our car and live our regular life. It's not for the average African American. And the last point, we can't, and we can't say that because. We're not. The last point I want to make is, look, if you're a fan of any of these players in any of these teams, please don't take that like, if they're going to protest, then I'm just going to stop watching. These protests will stop eventually. Why don't you show some of these people the respect of allowing them to use their platform to educate you on their life experiences? Again, you could be open-minded. You have a right to disagree with them. You might even change your mind if you go in open-minded, but... To suggest that you would give up on on somebody who you you uh, sort of idolize or or look up to or uh, derive great pleasure from watching, it, it, you know, again to extend LeBron James the courtesy of listening to him speak when he certainly backed up uh, both you know financially and 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 you know uh, just by wise. speaking out right. I mean, he's he's I I find it. And again, we talked about this at the top of the show, not to make this political at all, but Donald Trump called out LeBron James despite all the great things LeBron James does. And I thought that was I thought that was awful. When he's got a flawless uh, record. The we, man we, flawless. He's got a flawless record. And and I think, you know, look, when, when we have a country that's divided, you know, and you point out that Trump can be a big baby sometimes, going after professional athletes and actors and I mean that the pettiness has to stop. And when the pettiness well, is happening at the top, it's hard to ask people at the bottom to not be so petty. I think we need our leaders in general, both sides, to, to start getting along better. And I think people will start behaving better. People will fall in line. LeBron said it best. We need the, we need the, the owners, the higher-ups, to start taking some yeah, take it. Take it. Take it. I don't know. Just start doing something. Putting their foot down and start making something happen. Because until those guys, those rich billionaires, don't, you're gonna have the same issues. They're, these players are gonna continuously voice their displeasure, their sadness, and their I'm, pain. And I'm glad they're going. Their back anger. To, and you know what? I'm good, glad they're playing. And, and good for them for doing what they did yesterday. Bravo to them because that's sacrifice. That's a lot. That takes a lot. Trust me. And four years ago, Colin Kaepernick. I would have said something differently. Now I sit here and say, hey, when you see in your own die getting killed or getting well, because every week we're seeing scam, the same thing. Getting paralyzed every week and it's just getting when sick. When there's continuous bad negativity that's already been dumped on us in this entire year that's still going on, we still have another four months to go. And I don't know what those next four months I'm are I'm just sick I of don't seeing know. it and it's sad. And that's it. It's just – and, and like I said, if you didn't see the Dominic Smith video, if you didn't see Doc Rivers' video, and you don't have some type of heart, then shame Dude, on you. Dude, all you got to see is any like video. It, it's, just, it's just the pain, the tears, the sadness. This is what they go through every day. It's easy for us to just say no one cares. 
Well, we do. We're talking about it. And if you don't like it, tough. Plain and simple. I'm everybody's everybody's got to be outraged, and everybody should be outraged. And when enough of us are outraged, they'll do something about it. You know, we all want life to get back to normal with COVID, with the riots, the protests, and everything. And the only way all of those things are going to be fixed is if the people that lead this country get their act together, start working together, show some leadership, show some unity, and maybe, again, the country can all sort of follow that lead. It would be great. But for now, it's these players and, and it's celebrities that are that are stepping up and taking the mantle. And kudos to all of those people. And let me say the last thing. Oh, sorry. Last thing is I guarantee all these players, the ones that you want to all criticize, you think they're supporting the looters that are destroying these cities, the built, burning down places? You think they're supporting them? No. If you think so, then you better get your head out of your ass, plain and simple, because they're not. They're just trying to be peaceful. They're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to send the right message. They do not support. I guarantee, damn T, that they do not support these looters, these rioters that are destroying our country. I bet we all can agree on that. Plain and simple. No one agrees. There's, what do you mean no one agrees? No, no, no one agrees that that's a – Well, the they might take right. that. They might. Some people might say, oh, that's well, the reason why we – I don't want to another discussion. I know, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm closing this, out with that. All I'm saying is, and I said it to you before – the problem is we all have a natural prejudice, okay? And so when you see that and you see the type of Damn. actions that they do, you go, well, there they are again. That's them again. That's that's that's, that's what it says. That's, that, and it's like you just relate the, the Black Lives Matter to the looters and everything because, hey, they're all black and whatever. But that's not true. It's like the same thing with cops. Oh, you see one bad – you see a video like Jacob Blake, and guess what? All cops are bad. It's not the case. There's, gotta, there's more good have, cops and we there's have more to good do, people we than have there is. to do better. We need to do better as a country because if not, it's going to be a dark, dark, dark future. And I don't know how much longer it's going to be around, especially with all this, with all this sadness, plain and simple. Joe, let's switch over to the MLB and the New York Yankees. Well, the New York Yankees have – they're in a bit of a rough patch right now. We're 27 games in. Coming up on halfway through midseason, and I'm going to revert back to what I said at the beginning of the year, and Ted, you jumped on me and said, what are you talking about? Aaron Boone. This is where we talked about it countless times. What did he do 16, wrong now? No, no, I'm not, I'm not okay, blaming I'm, him for anything. All right. I'm not blaming him for anything. you got to hear me out. before. Let me finish. Well, that's why I threw the let comment. Let me finish. It's like, let me finish, though. This is the situations that I was talking about. You're on a five-game losing streak. Your team is struggling. You're dealing with a lot of key pieces out right now. How are you going to handle this going forward, knowing that your team is struggling? You out on a five-game losing streak. Didn't you just, last year you just got – this is a different season. This is not another 130 games, man. I already told you that. I know, but he this physically is, can't, can't do anything, Travis. I know he can't, but I'm saying he has to make the right decision. He physically can't. He mentally has to put the right pieces on the field every time they step you for on the diamond. So I watched both games yesterday. They got swept yesterday by the Braves in two games. So the first game, they got swept 5-1. to one. Um, they only had one hit. Boy had the hit in the home run. He's been great. He's been season. unbelievable this year. Um, the Cardinals would love to have him, huh? He looked pretty good for the Yankees on a trade. Another great job by Cashman finding, finding uh, you know, what a diamond in the rough, they say. Yeah. You, this is a Yankee thing. I told you before I text this. Joe, you'll know what, what I'm talking about. Every time a rookie pitcher who's never pitched in the major leagues comes up to pitches against the Yankees, he pitches like a no-hitter. He, like he pitches like, great. He pitches like you can look it up. I'm telling you, I, remember, I can't think of it. There was a couple years ago, a Yankees team, a guy came up from Detroit or Seattle. He had like six innings, two hit ball, and the team won. 
the Yankees, it's weird because they have no scouting reports. Like they have the, and then the second game, so they got crushed in the first game, whatever. They couldn't hit anything. If the ball was a volleyball, they wouldn't have hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. If you can't hit, you can't win games because it's just like basketball. If you can't score points, you don't win. Mm-hmm. The second game, they were up one. They were winning. One, uh, yeah. Cash. I mean, uh, and Green was pitching. Well, they Tanaka got, was and, pitching, and Boone took him out. Tanaka pitched, which was fine. Yeah. Green came in, and like they always say in baseball, a bloop and a blast, and just like that, you're winning the game. And that's what happened. Swanson got the bloop in, base hit single. And then it was a great outside fastball showing, but Freddie Freeman, the great hitter he is, the all-star player he is, took it deep. And in a doubleheader where there's only seven innings, they lose. In nine innings, maybe the Yankees come back and win that game, but it, it's I've unfortunate. Been, I've been saying that, a but lot here's of the thing. That's not on Aaron Boone that Freddie Freeman hits a two-run no, shot. They split no, the series no, yesterday. I'm not blaming him. I know I'm that. Not. But I'm, I'm just saying. I've seen a lot. Of, you can't hit Trey. I've seen a lot on Twitter that Yankees are should the Yankees. Howard Wade doesn't they, hit the ball. The Miguel Andujar doesn't hit the ball. You told me today Sanchez has nine hits, you told me. Is that correct? Joseph. You told me he has nine hits all season? Joseph. Is that true? Joseph. Wait, uh, yeah. Joe, you know the this. If the Yankees can't hit the ball. Joe, you might have to owe me another. You might have to owe me You're probably right. If the Yankees can't hit the ball, you can't win, man. I don't care. No, like, you're right. home. That's another issue. He's giving up a lot of home runs. Three home runs yesterday. Three home runs yesterday. I know. It's, it's struggling. It's frustrating. And, and it's different because, well, we are in a shortened season. We are almost halfway up throughout this season. We're coming up to 30 games. So the Yankees right now are 16 and 11. We have to figure something out. I've seen a lot on Twitter, Joe. Do the Yankees go make a move? Clevenger, um, Lance Lynn, just some some of the names that I saw. Do the Yankees, with such uh, discomfort of being with the Yankees right now, not getting enough pitching, and he wants to get paid, and that whole issue that the Yankees are going to deal with, Paxton's still struggling a little. What should the Yankees do moving forward? Should the Yankees look to go get some kind of pitcher? And if so, who's going to be the odd man out? Is it Frazier? Is it a Duhar? You tell me. I feel like Joe. I, I got to get Joe in here. Well, let me tell you a couple of things. First of all, in addition to being 16 and 11, they're actually 9 and 10 against anybody that's not the last place Red Sox. So that is yeah. also really bad news right now for this team. Uh, to me, the problem right now is the hitting. I think finally uh, all these bats not being in the lineup are starting to take their toll on the Yankees. Obviously, there's the, the serious matchup problem that we've seen over and over again now with the Tampa Rays. Uh, you know, t- tough day yesterday for the Yankees. Not the best start from Garrett Cole. That streak had to end eventually. I think everybody knew that. You can't you can't complain about the way Tanaka threw the ball. Um, I know everyone thinks that uh, Tanaka got taken out too soon. He actually went to Booney at 66 pitches and said he was feeling a little bit gassed. That's what prompted the decision by Boone oh, really? to bring in Green. So, you know... I've seen a couple of times this year where where we've seen Boone make the mistake of leaving the starter in for too long, which has always been our biggest criticism of him. He's he pulls starters too long, but when he leaves him in, it's easy to second guess him and also freak out. But does it you know, you, does it concern you, Garrett Cole's giving him so many home runs? No, not at all. No, that's what he does. Although it's funny to see, you know, he's the first Yankee since Tim Leary. In 1990, to allow a home run in his first seven starts, and if you remember 1990 in the New York Yankees, Tim Leary was an ace of a, a staff of the, uh, the the Baby Bombers, they were called. Uh, Clay Parker headed that group, and uh, Tim Leary was awful. So 
it, 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 it's funny to think so about the way. You think that Garrett Cole's going to be awful now? So we no, they're not even in the same. Like Tim Leary was a lousy pitcher, and he was the Yankees' ace. The idea yeah. that they're like the home run thing is is on par. I'm sure his ERA wasn't under three uh, for Tim Leary, and I don't think he was four and one. What about seven the, starts? Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the big man again going on the IL. Aaron Judge. This is what we've been talking about for years now. The Yankees are going to have a tough decision going forward, figuring out. Are we going to sign him long term? And I know Joe, you. I would do a year by Joe, year contract. Joe, I know you are pretty adamant about feeling that Judge should get a big long term contract. But when you see him out, and I know the whole Mike Trout thing, he gets injured a lot. I get that. I'm not saying any of that stuff. But Aaron, but Aaron Judge, he gets hurt again. Looks like he's going on the IL, uh, possibly, as Boone says. What are you going to make of this whole situation, too? Cole did, not, Cole did not lose to Cy Young after one game. The guy was 4-0. And first of all, Shane Bieber, I don't think anybody's beating him right now because he's running away with the AL Cy Young. He's on another level right now. So he didn't lose to Cy Young after one game. Was he great the first four games? I bet you were saying he was unbelievable. He's winning the Cy Young the first I, four I games. agree with that. That's what Charles said. This team relies yes. on home runs yes. way we too much. Say There's not a good situational hitter on the team. How many times have we uh, – oh, I sent you a stat where I looked at this morning. Aaron Hicks, it was said 22, 22, have, he's left, yeah. 22 runners have been on base when Aaron Hicks has been at bat and only two have scored. That's that's a problem. See, Yikes. You the Yankees, when they were winning World <laughs> Series when we were growing up as kids, now I'm 33 years old, my brother's 28. You think of the 90s teams. There was clutch hitting, two-out hitting. You know, you had a bunch of guys that were scrappy. They could they just they know how to get on base. The problem is we're not a boop, we're a bloop and a blast team. We're always looking for a walk, a hit by Batman, and then a bomb. We can't put two, three hits together. It doesn't happen at all. I can't remember the last time I seen a hitting where I saw more than four or five hits. You know what I mean? Like a good string, you know, a single, a double here, a single, a walk, a sit, you know, a fly ball, a sack fly. Like, you don't see it. I don't see it. You know, I know Glaber's out, but he wasn't hitting the ball. We were talking about him as a guy that maybe could win the batting crown. You title. Think you, who picked him to win MVP? I didn't. I picked, I picked Judge and I picked Mookie Betts. Well, my guy for the Cy Young's already out for the year. And um, my, well, guy so, my, a, guy, my guy Soto already got eight home runs. So he's missing. Listen, a Judge was on a great roll. The problem is, Joe, and, listen, and tell me if you think I'm stupid to even think this. If it's a situation with um, Judge, do they go year by year and just say, here you go? Fifteen million this year. You make it maybe fifteen million this year or two year with a one year option with a player option. I don't know. You, I don't think you can give him more than four years. Let's just put it that way. I wouldn't preferably. I know. Is he deserving? Does he have the name brand? Does he have everything you would want? Yes. Great outfielder, good hitter, does everything right. But I can't give him a six year deal and wonder is he going to be hurt five of the six years? Like probably. He probably will be. But if you don't give him, if you don't give him that deal, the Red Sox will. Or the Dodgers will. Somebody will. Then it's gonna so, be a bad somebody contract. will pony up. And the Yankees are going to have a bad contract. Or you trade them, Joe. Trade them. And go get a holster of players. Bring in a, a bunch of pieces. What do you sound, you sound like the Yankee fans no, on Twitter. No, Maybe we'll bring in Lindor. No, Maybe we'll bring in Clevenger. No, Maybe we'll bring... I'm not saying that. But Wait, like, hold on. Look, here we go again, right? When the Yankees – whenever the Yankees get hurt, right, they're, they can't stay healthy – uh, don't make any excuses, blah, 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 blah. Steve, we're not going to play this game. And I, I won't play this game with anybody. I won't. Look, everybody gets hurt. 
And, and I know everybody here wants to like make sweet love to Mike Trout in his war. It's so so good. Paul Rickon Jr. Come on, let's talk but, about. But let's but talk look about at that. the you know at the end of the day, Jared I mean Jr. Mike Trout has been hurt every single year of his career. Why do we say he's injury prone? I mean it's it's nonsense. Chris Sale. Kershaw, all these guys are freaking injury prone, but when it's Aaron Judge, we're like, well, let's see if he'll work for like $85 on it. No, come on. He's still one of the best players. I, I don't mean to attack you like that, Ted. No, no. I'm just pissed. Listen, you know, he's going to get paid. If the Yankees don't pay him, somebody's going to do it. You know, and, and, and you're really bringing up something very interesting. Do the Yankees, do the Yankees consider what the Red Sox just did? Do you move this guy probably to the Dodgers? Because really, who else is going to be able to afford him? Maybe the Angels. You have Stan, Joe. You have Stan on that long term country. So you're going to have two yeah, guys. Stan, you no, no, Stan no, no, you got to ask your question. He Stan. is because of the nature of his contract, because no one's going to take it. And he's not going to opt out of the money. Because we talked about this last year when Joe brought this up that he has an opt out, but he's not going to opt out of all the money that he's going to get from the Yankees. Because who the hell is going to pay him? After what right. he's done the last two years, who the hell is going to pay him and give him the contract that he's going to get? So you either sign him to a yearly contract or give him like something where you did with a Hicks, a four-year deal, 100, and give him some player options or something with some incentives. I'd maybe make it all incentive-based. You play 150 games, you're going to get your money. Like, I, it's maybe it's weird. I don't know. I feel like I grew up where guys always played baseball and everyone played 150 something games except you unless you were. Why wow, you look at football players? Like, football like Jeter, player, Jeter, football. I remember when Jeter slid in the third and got hurt, and it was like the first time Jeter got hurt. It was like nine years into his career. Football players get hurt all the time. Oh yeah, no, there's definitely something with these guys. Hold on one second. Did you see the Rays pitching staff? Hold on, I'm gonna tell the stat I told you you on yesterday. Did you see the Rays pitching staff? How many guys are on the IL the pitching staff? It's like nine pitchers. It's unbelievable, and half of them are like significant, um, impactful players on their thing. But Joe, so our great guy on uh, Sterling was uh, with Susan Wagner the other night, and they were talking about a stat on yes, and I didn't. I was hearing it on the radio, and they said, "How many pitchers do you think are on the IL?" for the season in 2018. It said 41. And then they were like, how many in 2019? It was like 57. You know how many pitchers are on the IL this, IL this year? Already? Uh, already. 91. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's just going on the IL or if they're out for the season or if it's a 10-day or 60, but he said the, the, the amount of pitchers that are on the IL this year is dramatically <laughs> – excuse me – dramatically much more than the past two seasons. And, it, and we're not even like 40 games in a season. It's just it's just concerning. There's a see, spring training it's just, that we it's just get concerning. Hurt. It's just concerning to see two straight years that last year with thirty plus players, thirty one I believe, getting injured. Now this year we're up to eleven players on the IL. Significant players Significant too. Significant again, just like last year. It's got to be concerning with this training staff. Multiple years that this has happened. I don't think it's a training. I, don't, I think once in a while you got to look at the individual stuff. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't understand the Joe. It's absurd. It's it's unheard of to see this. I mean. It's showing right now on the field. They look kind of lackluster, but I got to give it. They did have – they were on – they had that little postponement with the whole Mets COVID situation. So that's a little thing. They got to get back into the groove of things. Yeah, doubleheader this week, two out of three games are doubleheaders. Oh, I mean, this is a big – Friday a big, and This is a big deal. Sunday. The Yankees need to win because right now if they continue to slide, are we even talk about are the Yankees going to make the playoffs? Oh, they'll make the playoffs because remember they extended the amount of teams. I guess yeah. Oh yeah, make, the Yankees right now are the fifth or the number five seed overall. Yeah. Really? I yeah. wasn't aware of 
that's what I'm saying. It's, it's right now. Because I don't look at it until when the season gets and, closer to the end. But the it, is, it is about the I just stumbled time. across that. I wouldn't even have known that if I didn't read it earlier. I, it's, I, it's, I, I wasn't really thinking right. about that either. No, it's that's just hey, I just want to see from a daily basis how do they play and how do they perform. It's midway part of the season. So, I mean, it's coming up that to that point that I know this is not 100 games anymore or 162 games. This is 60 games. Aaron Boone, I'm not putting any blame on I've seen Yankee fans ripping them on Twitter and stuff, and that's that's stupid. Yeah, because everyone would do a better job Yeah, than I know, you. because everybody's a manager all of a sudden. You can't even make your bed nowadays. You want to tell us you're going to manage the new – I mean, Joe said he can manage the Yankees. I'd like to see that. I honestly would. I know I could. So would you have taken out Tanaka <laughs> last night? Would you have taken Tanaka out then? Uh, would I've taken Tanaka out? If my starter comes to me and tells me uh, he wants to come out, I'm definitely yeah. taking him out. I think uh, because again, beyond analytics, that's always my final test. I'm looking that dude square in the eyes. Can you go? If he comes to me and says he's feeling gassed, he's got no chance so who, of going back out. Who would be your outfield right now for the Yanks? Are we talking healthier? Well, no, right now. Well, look, at Mike, Mike Talkman's got to be – Mike Talkman should be in the lineup every single day. He's uh, he's a 400 hitter when he's in the starting lineup. Clint Frazier also needs to be in the lineup, and Aaron Hicks needs to get hot, and he needs to be in the lineup to do that. So that's your outfield right now. Okay. I think having DJ LeMahieu and not having him his presence really is killing them. Big because time. He's very – he's – I'm telling you, I still think he's How one of the most. I still think when they were like, I still, trade and do I still think he's one of the most valuable players in baseball. I know it sounds crazy, but I think DJ LeMahieu is one of the most valuable players because well, of course of he's bad. He Four thirty-five. He, he, he leads the majors right now in in the average, and that's let's see what he says. Big. Okay. Well, we got to see. We got to see what happens, Steve. I mean, there's still a halfway point. We're getting there. We got to see what happens. I think guys, that's poor. How are you going to blame? I mean, the, the it, it it wasn't them. It was the pitching that didn't get like what? Again, why? Well, I, I don't understand how you would he Steve would not lay the blame for any other team on injuries or even bullpen ineffectiveness. Was we're talking about the Mets, but Aaron Judge was banged up, and that's the reason the Yankees didn't get home field advantage. That, that, that's a ludicrous thing to say. You're making a serious jump on that. I, 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 don't, I can't even follow that. I can't even follow that. That doesn't even make sense. It, it was the pitching, plain and simple. And, and the guy that beat us last year, we got. That should be the difference maker. But you're exactly right, Trev. DJ LeMahieu not being there is sorely missed. Yeah. This team is More so reliant on the home runs. He's one of the few guys that does come through. Yes. In the clutch, in big moments, and to not have him in there, it, it, it's become quite apparent uh, that they're missing their top guy. I just made a good point. I don't have a replacement. Sorry, Estrada yeah, and like, Tyler Wade like, are not – the difference between DJ LeMayu and those two guys but they have, is much greater than if you had Duhar and Gio. They they have depth in the outfield. You Losing can't, here's the thing. You can't guarantee that, Steve, if they were healthy, that they would automatically have gotten home field. That's just an opinion. We would hope so. We would think so. And absolutely, if they were healthy, you're probably right. They would have gotten home field. But at the end of the day, they weren't. They still won over 100 games, and they still at, could not win when it mattered because they did not have clutch hitting. And we also know there was a call they Sorry for that echoing noise. That was called the trash can getting banned. Yeah, it's just going to say, right? And there don't was talk, garbage cans, so stop about, that. Don't talk about Rister's team like that. Again. I respect, it, I respect it, but I don't think you can guarantee that 
or right. it's, it's an opinion, but you can't make that observation because you, there's no guarantee that would have happened. What's to say that they still wouldn't have struggled or whatever? Just to say, this listen, the difference between baseball and other sports is if LeBron's out, you know the Lakers aren't making the playoffs or for a significant amount of time because his impact on the field is. If if Patrick Mahomes is not playing quarterback or Tom Brady or any – crap, any quarterback that's a significant starter in the NFL not there and you have to play your backup, you're probably not going to make the playoffs. In baseball, Judge could be out for 100 games. And the Yankees could still win 100 games. He could be out for 100 and the Yankees could win I mean, as many games. And if you don't believe that – because that's, and that's the difference between baseball and football and basketball because quarterbacks – I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen no, – you I know, know, I mean – If they don't believe – If you don't, the Patriots. If you don't believe that statement, just look at what the Yankees did last year. Still won 100 games with 30-plus players on the IL. There is no guarantee. And, I, I listen, I appreciate the comments. I always love for him tuning in. Listen, does his opinions d- differ from a lot of ours? Absolutely. But to make that judgment and say, hey, listen, that's hindsight. You're saying that now as the money morning quarterback. Yes. It, it, it's it's easy to say that the Yankees would have done anything after it didn't happen. You know, uh, you could also make the argument Aaron Judge, if there weren't trash cans in 2017, would have been the MVP. But we'll oh, never boy. we'll never we'll never know that because that's oh. how this all works. So uh, they have to get healthy and they have to play. That's how the Yankees are gonna win. But we gotta hit the ball. We gotta hit the ball. You've got like six or seven superstars on the New York Yankees out, and Steve doesn't, and, and these fans don't want to give the Yankees a pass. But if Acuna Jr. misses a game, you're like, well, it's not the real Braves. They're down that one guy. I mean, stop. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Joseph, it's us Yankee fans being harsh, and, be, and because we have such a, what's the word? High standards. High standards that we expect that we're supposed to win every day. And if we lose two or three or four in a row, Joseph, the world is crashing, as always. Thank you for joining us on a very different type of show once again. I appreciate you, as always, for joining us and make it a, a different type of show and a fun show. I My pleasure. It. And like I said, I'm proud of you guys to to come where you've come from, where you started to where you are now. I mean, again, that's the open-mindedness that we are looking for in this country, and I think more people really need to do that. It's not political. It's 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 not it's not political. We're all humans and we're all Americans. We should love each other and treat each other with respect. Uh, by the way, roll call coming up at four o'clock. Uh, right here on the CMG Network. What's your basis going to be on the roll call today? Just going to pound the crap out of everything we just talked about. I'll just reiterate it over and over again. Again, I think you know. Um, I mean, we we hit everything really. I think that's of importance. Uh, and I think right up to Mike Talkman's got to be in the lineup every day. I, I think they're crazy not to. That kid's so productive, and he's terrible off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Just bringing Ford off the bench. He's batting like four thirty-five, like six for thirty. Yeah, he's up. That's a bull bat off the bench. Joe, hey, last thing before you go, and, and then Trevor will end it. Prediction for the weekend: the Yankees versus the Mets. How do you think we'll look? How do you think we'll perform? And are you also going to talk about that? the hap situation with him possibly the Yankees holding him back from the innings because yes. if he doesn't get starts or 61 and one third innings, he loses that one $17 million. You know, it's funny. I find that really interesting that he's like, I'd like to be out there every day. And it's like, but nobody wants you out there every day. So there is an issue. You're yeah. not pitching well and they don't want to lose games. Yeah. So even though we're, we've got starters out, it's like, Oh, is there anybody other than Hap that can go today? 
if he starts pitching better and they started doing that, you know me, I'd be, I'd be all, I'd have his back in a heartbeat. But he's not pitching well. They don't want him to throw because he doesn't pitch well. Turn it around. If his next appearance, he throws four scoreless, great. Then give him another start. But if he's just going to keep getting lit up, then no, no too point. bad. File a grievance, you big baby. So you got Pitch the Yankees, better. You got the Yankees sweeping the Mets? No, I don't like all these doubleheaders. I don't like baseball even being played at all. And I and I this is exactly why the more I mean, how many more doubleheaders are these guys gonna have to play this season? And with more cancellations and if these protests turn into something and you got more games canceled, another COVID outbreak, it it, it, it this is already stressing me out to no end. And it's clearly stressing the Yankees ligaments out because they can't they can't stay they stay can't I don't know. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Joseph. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, as always. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on a different type of show and an uncomfortable show for many people. But, hey, guess what? we got to have the uncomfortable conversations. We need to be better as a country. Let's start loving one another. I know it's hard to say, but we really need to start loving one another. Stop the hate because the more hate, the more this country is going into the ground, and we're not going to survive as a country. It's like a house. Can't be pointing the fingers. We got to come together as one. And if we can't, there ain't going to be no America anymore. It's plain and simple. Right versus wrong. Let's do the right thing, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We are streaming on all social media. Lost connection. We're back, though. We're back. So drives. if you want these type of shirts, they're very nice, very comfortable. They look great. People are buying, they're going like hotcakes. You love that word. I love hotcakes. I told you get happy. You love food. But ladies and gentlemen, everybody have a wonderful weekend. We love you guys. Thank you for the support as always. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation So what you saying, what we saying, prime information Facts, keys to the city, we're unlocking the statements